Hello and welcome to TikTok. This is Nora. This is Zara. And this is Lucille from The Sky is the Limit. This is a podcast where we educate others about tics, normalize having tics, and destigmatize neurodiversity. So, woo, today, on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about what it's like living with somebody who has tics. So, I have a special guest on here who's introduced themselves before. Yeah, um, me, I, sorry. Don't worry about it. Um, I, I do, um, the sky is the limit, and we talk a little bit about, um, about slugs, but I also live with Nora, and I have some experiences about, um, living with someone who has tics. Yeah, so, um, we're gonna ask you questions about that. So, I have a question for you, and also, um, co-host Zara can also answer these questions, too, if they'd like. Okay, so my first question is, how, like, what were your emotions and thoughts when you found out that I first had tics? Um, well, it was actually when, um, I was watching this makeup show, and there was, there was someone in, in, in that show who had Tourette's, and then, and then I fear, and then I think it was Nora that told me that they have tics. Mm-hmm. So that's how I found out. I first I thought you were like lying and doing like um I I don't know how to say it um like fidgets. No, um like you wanted people to feel bad for you. I kind of feel bad. Okay, but I think what you were um, saying about, like, the makeup show is that, like, you were able to, like, recognize, like, put two and two together once I told you. Like, you were like, oh, that's the same thing that that guy from the makeup show has. Yeah, um, you, you, you said, you said that you, you, you started having tics a few days earlier, but I didn't even, like know or realize it because they were really really subtle yeah so when i first got ticks they were like neck twitch ticks and for ooh, the first couple of days or a week even i don't know maybe like not week but like for the first couple of days or week like they were like super subtle and hardly even noticeable so um i think it was interesting that you thought i was like making it up at first but i kind of understand that because like you didn't know like at all what it was really you know yeah and i thought it was a coincidence that it was like right after after i watched that show so maybe (laughs) maybe oh yeah i actually had ticks before like i knew about the show though um but that was an odd sort of coincidence um okay i have um another question for you what is your least favorite part what are your favorite and least favorite part about living with somebody who has tics it's it's not actually the interrupting part it's you know you have this new shut up tick so it takes my brain a a second to like realize that you're not like actually meaning it and it's just one of your tics yeah that would be awkward as every ooh, every two minutes I scream shut up at full volume in just random situations. 
what are your least favorite and favorite parts about living with somebody who has ticks? Or maybe you don't have a favorite part, but just your least favorite part. Um, well, I guess now my favorite part is kind of watching the evolution of the ticks. Um, you say the darndest things, right? When you, <laughs> you tick, like when before I I know this is dangerous to speak about some of these ticks, past ticks, ticks from days past because they might yeah. get they anchored can in your re-show up, yeah, again. in your brain. But when you were saying you're a potato, potato, I thought that was really interesting, um, and I was like, wow, I wonder how. Nora's brain is working to put together those particular words. <laughs> yeah, I ooh, some ticks. It's like it's kind of like they're kind of funny and like I'm like I'd honestly rather ooh, have those ticks than than screaming shut up because like if you say ooh something like you're a potato or just like a bunch of like like funny like of my previous ticks like people would still think it's weird but like they probably think that i was like joking or like trying to be weird Ooh, but if i scream shut up they're gonna think that i'm like being really rude you know so i feel like i definitely agree with what you're saying plus it's kind of funny okay i have a question for you lucille um were sorry i'm trying to um were you surprised that they've lasted this long or sort of like i mean now i'm sort of in a period where my ticks are relatively calm even though it doesn't seem like that too much to you but um are you sort of surprised how much they've escalated from the fact that it started ooh, with like a simple neck twitch yeah like so an another weird memory about your ticks is that we were looking at the definition of ticks and and they're like oh it's i don't remember exactly what it was but it's like um voluntary involuntary um movements or like sounds and i thought oh you're never gonna have verbal tics but a few days later you had like a bunch of verbal tics and then it kept escalating and oh, stuff yeah. i remember that too because when i first got tics I, like, had them for, like, a pretty good amount of time before I got verbal tics, you know? Or maybe maybe it seemed long to me, but it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I Just kind of to circle back to that initial moment when you mentioned that you had this neck twitch and it was all in the frame of reference of that makeup show that, oh, I have the same thing as that guy on the makeup show. And I said, why do you think that? Oh, because I did some research on the internet. Like, <laughs> I thought, research on the internet? Well, I don't know how accurate it is to be doing research on the internet and then make a self-diagnosis. Hmm. I mean, I didn't make a self-diagnosis, but I sort of said, this is, ooh, it's kind of similar. Plus, he pretty much had the same tics as me, too, though. But it turned out to be right. <laughs> I remember when um when I first told you about my tics, you thought it was because I had bad posture. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> well, you were saying you had a twitchy neck, so... Yeah, I, I mean, it kind of made sense. I could definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, sometimes I see the way you read or the way you sit, and your, your body is kind of crunched up or contorted, and your, your ear is hugging your shoulder in a, in a wild embrace. And so it wasn't so outlandish to I mean, think yeah, that you were I having, like, neck spasms you. or something. Yeah, I mean, they, they sort of, I could definitely see where you're coming from from that. I have another question for you, Lucille. Okay. How does me having tics, does me having tics impact your everyday life? Or, like, if it does, how does it? And if it, like, doesn't, like, what's it just like living with, t- with somebody who has tics? I mean, it, it's not really, it doesn't really come in the way of my daily life, to say, but the only thing, the only time when it, like, my daily life, like, changes, well, not really changes, but, like, when we have meals as a family, because it's kind of like interruptions, weird tics, yeah. and, and that that's all, really, but just, like, when, when there's conversations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Is there anything that you want to add to that? Yeah, well, I think initially, you know, before we, um, you know, went to the neurologist and they said, well, no, there's nothing going wrong. Everything is well and good with your brain and your nervous system. And we started then Except working the with, tics. yeah, do- Dr. Hubank. I think before when, I saw like all the changes in the ticks and the acceleration, the, the escalation. You're doing them like some of them seemed almost harmful to you, like when you would hit yourself or you would hit something, um, like a lot of tapping, and it just seemed a little worrisome because like I was just thinking, like you see someone doing that, like they that can't be good. Oh yeah, well <laughs> those weren't pleasant ticks to have, and I see how it can be definitely worrying to have um somebody especially somebody close to you like happening to them yeah. especially some of the neck and back tics that you were having like you said that they made you uncomfortable and they give you pain and so that was kind of hard to see you um struggling with that yeah i'm i'm very happy that they are mostly gone i mean sometimes they show up once in a while i have one final question before our time is up Okay. <laughs> would you give any what advice would you give to those with family members who have ticks or friends who have ticks or people who are close to them that have ticks? Um um my piece of advice but I this is kind of something that I kind of do all the time but it doesn't have to really do with ticks some of the time is not to take the ticks seriously and um or because like 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 nora has like had like the you're the imposter or right now there's like the shut up like if you take everything seriously that your family member that has ticks or maybe it's even your friend um Make sure to like know what your friends or family members' tics are so that you can distinguish 
if your family member or friend is actually saying those things or if it's a tick. Yeah, that's really good advice. Do you have any advice for um, people who family members have ticks or friends? Yeah, I think the best thing that I've learned is to not um, draw attention to the ticks, whether they're verbal or physical, but just to kind of um, like as almost if like someone was blinking. Like if I saw someone blinking, like. I don't have to say, wow, you're really blinking a lot. Well, are your eyes really dry? Like, sure, I mean, that question might come into my mind, but is it so important that I say everything that comes into my mind? Probably not. So, you know, I think that the person having tics, if they want to share, wow, this is a really bad tic day, or wow, I'm really ticking a lot, like, that's fine, but... I don't think it's helpful to kind of draw them out and ask them those questions. Oh yeah, that is really good advice and I I really think that um, that's really important for people to know about that. Um, maybe I should give some advice too um, before we end this episode and I would probably say that you don't want to um, like... Zara said, draw attention to them, but you don't want to treat them differently because they have ticks. Um, because it's like they're still the person that you know. Like, by treat them differently, I mean like act like weird around them or like be rude or mean about it. Um, but I don't mean like if they need help, giving them help, you know? But, um, yeah, just remember that like they're still the same person and yeah that's my advice thank you so much for coming on this episode lucille you're welcome i really enjoyed it oh yeah i'm happy that you did anyways we'll see you next time and this has been an episode of tiktok goodbye <laughs>